Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is, I think it's Jeff. And I'm pretty sure this is Alex. Uh, today we're going to be talking about friendliness. So how people are friendly in America versus Germany. I guess versus anywhere else in the world, really. We're discussing like the basic social interaction that you have as one stranger to another out in a public space. Right. Like basically, you know, just how do humans interact with other humans? And our take on it. Our take on it. And, uh, you know, this is because I just recently was in the U.S., so I've, I saw a nice comparison of the two. So let's go ahead and start being friendly. And welcome back, everybody. This is episode 92. 92. Good to be back. Again, this is our only our second week recording from our this ma- year ma- my covid hiatus yeah. the forced hiatus you know yeah exactly yeah we're, we're like we're in february but i, I for some reason I, I feel like the year just started because we just started recording <laughs> yeah you know exactly I mean? it's, it's bizarre i'm happy to be doing it 92 it's good to count now now we know how many days how many weeks to the year we've been doing this <laughs> how many days till christmas how many, how many days till christmas <laughs> i'm so excited for winter again um anyways let's start off with our typical you know shout out news and other things yeah i think first we have to start out with the biggest news in the world and that would be the retirement of tom brady the retirement of thomas <laughs> edward patrick brady yes uh happened oh, yesterday oh no he's got the, they got two middle names he uh, does okay. yeah, yeah uh yeah he retired yesterday and uh you know absolute legend he broke every record will be He's the Wayne Gretzky of American football. Happy, ha- sad to see him go, but happy that I got to watch my whole life watching Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean it's about time. You know, it's about time. Let let somebody else step on in there. Over in California, my dad has a uh, a tear of joy. He is not a, a Tom Brady fan. So. I'm pretty sure like 95 percent of the United States has tears of joy that he's gone, not not terrorizing the league anymore. But uh, yeah, I'll pour some out for Brady tonight. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Anyways, this isn't a football channel. Just had to mention it because as you guys probably know, if you're avid listeners, the Patriots is Alex's jam. And then, of course, <laughs> Brady was, you know, kind of the uh, the head of that ship for a long time. A really long time. Yeah. I'm gonna cry. Head of the ship? I should have said captain of the captain ship. Captain of the ship. Yeah. Yeah. What's the head of the ship? No, yeah. he was the ship. <laughs> uh, anyways, yes. Now we can go into the normal Germany-related news. Yes. So, uh, weirdly enough, so on our little hiatus that we had, we actually got a lot of reviews coming in, and we thought people wouldn't be listening because we had no, we didn't release any new episodes, but people kept listening, which is pretty cool. We had a, we had like a few random weeks, we're just like with huge numbers, yeah. and, and we looked at each other, and we're like, we haven't released anything this week. Why are people suddenly listening more than usual? I don't know. So, I don't know. Maybe it's natural growth. I have no idea. But yes, yeah, so we got some reviews. So I'd like to you know give a little shout out to some of those people. Uh, who gave us those reviews because they were really lovely and really, really nice, actually. Actually, some of the nicest reviews we've ever had, yeah. yeah. And again, guys, we read these and we're always texting them to each other. We we, we love them. We do. Uh, so yeah, thank you to uh, Tim2Germany, uh, Sup Buttercup. Sup Buttercup. Sup Buttercup. Also, again, love the names. And Akai B 3 and disgruntled in St. Paul. Uh, th- that probably came from our talk with Gunther, probably. St. Paul. Oh, true. Yeah. And for being disgruntled in St. Paul, it was actually a, a kind uh, review. They were very gruntled. Yeah, that he, review. yeah, he was super gruntled. <laughs> he was neutrally gruntled in that review. So. <laughs> so yeah, thank you guys so much for the reviews. We love reading them, like Jeff said. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> looking forward to reading more. Yeah. And uh, one thing I, I want to mention, uh, just a quick shout out, shout out to my dad. And, and something I didn't get into or did we? I can't remember in the last episode when we were talking about going to the U.S. Yeah. One of the major problems we always, at least for me, I always have is uh, the inability to bring 
any amount of anything from right. Germany to the U.S. or back of and course. forth because you're 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 stuck to this 23 kilos. It's 50 pounds bag, and that's it. Which sounds like a lot, but that goes quickly. Yep. And for the second time in a row, my dad has tried to give you and me this one whiskey that he really wanted us to to try. <laughs> Um, it's a whiskey like uh, that he'd, um, had been found in a home, um, after the person moved out, the person didn't want it anymore. They just left it there. Um, it's quite a nice whiskey and, and it's really sucks. Basically last minute I had to pull it out of my bag because I was two or three pounds over the limit. And that was the only thing of substance that I could remove to, to get rid of that many pounds, you know, other than throw out half my wardrobe. You know what I mean? You should have thrown out half your wardrobe. I know. I should have. Yeah. But uh, you can always get new clothes, Jeff. You can't get new bottle whiskey found in an abandoned house. It's He's still keeping it. He For said, the greater good of yeah. this podcast, Jeff. Next time he says he's going to visit, he's going to bring it. Whether or not the podcast is happening, he's going to bring that thing. Even if it's years from now, we'll f- we'll get it at some point. But anyways, I wanted to mention, thank you, Dad, for trying to give that to us. But Yeah, uh, thank you so much. That's super nice. Uh, but, you know. Uh, that 50 pound weight limit gets it literally gets me every goddamn time. So I'm always like 10 kilos under. I just don't bring things back. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Thing is like when I go over, I specifically leave like 15 pounds of empty space. I'm like, Oh, cause I know, okay, I'm gonna have some Christmas gifts, whatever. True. But it, it fills up just like this. And I, I don't know how it happened. Every time I'm always having to leave stuff that I either I bought or somebody bought for me in the States and then collect, try to collect the, and then the next later. time you go, you try to get it again, but then get new shit. Then, and then just, you always have a, it's like, it's like you always have things it, left at home. Exactly. Like yeah. I, I have several boxes stuck <laughs> in my parents that I would love to bring to Berlin, but I just will never be able to bring them because they're so heavy and it, it would require just like a thousand dollars and six huge bags, you know, Fair. yeah, it's, it's annoying. So anyways, um, this is, this is what the airlines are doing to us. They have deprived us of a bottle of whiskey. So, yeah, thanks. shame on you. Thanks, airlines. <laughs> Just generally, generally, all the airlines. Next, again, yeah, thank you to those who have sent us donations. Um, I, I, again, we are a nonprofit podcast currently without a sponsor. Um, so if, if, if you feel the need, um, you can go to the bottom page of any of the pages of our website, and we have a donation button there through uh, PayPal. And we appreciate every euro that comes yeah, in. Yeah, we're, we're, we're very humbled every time we get a donation. Yeah, it's, we've received a great response um, over the years. So, um, but anyways, if uh, that's your thing, go ahead. And if not, we will continue to give you free episodes regardless. So all good. Exactly. Uh, oh, and one, one more thing I want to mention from my trip that I just kind of became aware of, and that Los Angeles is the sister, sister, sister city. The sister city. The sister city. Full of cysts. <laughs> is the sister city to Berlin. Now, we found Didn't that out because we were traveling around L.A. Uh, for the few days before I got uh, Corona. Everywhere we went, we would see kind of a, a signpost. that would say Berlin, 5,620 miles that way. Okay. And we we're like, interesting. We saw it in a food market. Interesting. And then we went up into the hills kind of near the Hollywood sign, just going on a hike. Again, in the middle of, in the middle of nowhere on the hike, a pole, Berlin, five thousand whatever miles this way. Interesting, and we ju- we just kept seeing it over and over again. And finally, I'm like, why 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 are we two people from Berlin now just seeing Berlin everywhere? Yeah. And then I Googled it, and Berlin and, and uh, L A are sister cities. So that, that's pretty bizarre, considering that the cultures of L A and Berlin are, could not be yeah. more opposite of each other, yeah. except for maybe being like. Large. Little, large and like a little left leaning, I guess. Kind of, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, interesting, cool. I yeah. guess just that I don't, I don't even know what sister, sister cities really means, but it's hard to explain because it's all I know is that like a lot of big cities they have a sister city, right? That is across the globe, 
so and they have some sort of weird partnership why they became sister cities i don't know what, what, does it what mean? that partnership even means uh, it's i think it's just a funny thing that it's they a do. fun little thing who knows but anyways there's some a factoid for you there's a factoid uh, and also everyone who's living in berlin or the surrounding areas i hope are uh, have not been hit by a branch or anything because it has been just <laughs> incredibly be windy here uh, over the past few days it's been like a like a five day storm where it hasn't been like it it has been a five day storm it's been five yeah. days it's been five days we're you know on and off like and every evening it's just been like 20 kilometer an hour winds 40 kilometer an hour winds really it's been gusty. wild yeah. yeah which we usually get wind in the winter but this has been really exceptional wind but it's also been a little bit warmer like seven six degrees so it hasn't been that cold it's, it's, it's been weird but like it's been incredibly windy it's been weird i actually had a, a day the other day where i had i had to stop i and it was actually really annoying i had to stop working because the sound of the wind against my windows was so loud i couldn't record voiceover anymore oh and, wow and so like literally midday i had to stop and i had so much work to do and I, but i just physically could not record because it was <laughs> so loud it was coming through my my uh, recording booth so uh, maybe berlin should be the sister city of chicago Ooh. <laughs> Windy City. Windy City. Although uh, I heard that doesn't have to do with wind. It was more like... Airbag politicians, I heard. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, airbag politicians. Right? Like, that's, that's, that's the best way to say that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I heard back in airbag the 50s. You know, what an airbag. Uh, yeah, when I, was, I was actually going back from a bar on Saturday night, and it was, the wind was wild. So I was with a friend. I was like, let's walk towards to this park and to the Temple of Feld to see like how windy it is because there's no trees, no buildings around it. And, and it the Temple so Offerfeld is windy on a normal day. Exactly. Just because of the weird, I don't know, like that runway or that former runway is always super windy even if the rest of Berlin is still. It's well, it's, it's, like a, it's like a four kilometer squared uh, empty field so there's no trees, no, nothing blocking the wind. Yeah, but it's, it's, like, like a, it's like they built the airport in the worst possible because like imagine <laughs> trying to land or take off for that wind. Know. You know, it's horrible. So yeah, we went, we went around there and it was incredible how, it was, it was beautiful. I loved it. So that was fun. Wind. Nice. Wind. <laughs> wind, man. Um, and also, Science. something happened to you uh, recently that's kind of embarrassing. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. And this is a funny story because we, we've mentioned this several times on, on our uh, channel. This channel? On our podcast? If you're not YouTube, can you call us up a channel? On our channel? On our series? Show? On our show, yeah. Anyways, and if, radio station? Just a reminder, so German doors are different than American doors. Right. Uh, you can lock yourself out of your house without having to actually lock yourself out of your house. So the, the way that is in, in the States, both sides of the front door of your house have knobs that turn. So you turn the knob, the door opens, you step out, <laughs> you step outside, you close that door, the door is technically closed, but you can open it. Again. And if you were just to push the wood of the door, it would not open, so it is closed, right? <laughs> but if you turn, if you turn that knob, it'll open again. This is a really like explain it like I'm five moment. <laughs> yeah, but in Germany and most of Europe, there's only a knob or handle on the inside. The outside, the knob or handle does not turn. So if you were to close that door, even though you don't lock it, you cannot physically open that door. And so it, it is kind of like de facto locked, even though it's not, if that makes sense. Right. And for 10 years of living here, I've had this fear. Okay, there's just, there's just going to be this day where for some reason I forget my keys and I just, you know, go to grab, <laughs> almost made it seem like 1950s. I'm stepping in my, 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 my lawn to get my newspaper in the morning. But, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to run out the house just to, you know, throw um, my trash away and then close the door and lock myself out. And finally, after 10 years of living here, it happened last week. I, me I meant to mention it on <laughs> last week's episode and it was horrible. Cause and it's it, cold. By the way, yeah, it was midday freezing 
And it was one of these things where like the second the door hit the the reverberation, the sound, it like sounded like, you know, a medieval dungeon door closing. And it just hit, it was went through my spine when I was like, oh my God, you're pockets are light you have no keys in your pocket and at this time i'm only wearing sweatpants and some slippers and i have no keys no nothing i'm locked out and of course it's middle of the day so my girlfriend is at work um anyways luckily she was very lovely and it was right near lunchtime anyways so she was able to run home as i sat in the garden <laughs> freezing my ass off for half an hour yeah i was with her working and she's like can i leave work for, for a little while <laughs> I to go uh, let jeff in that in the, in the apartment but same thing happened to me a little while ago a few years ago oh yeah tell that story yeah uh, yeah i was home alone and uh, bobby was out for the weekend I think at her parents' place. Oh, not even in Berlin. No, no not even Berlin at all. Good. And yeah, so I wanted to go to the Spezi to grab, I think, some snacks or something like that. So I wanted to watch a movie. I don't know. I went to the Spezi to grab some snacks, I think. And as I'm leaving the apartment, I'm closing the door. I remember like thinking like, oh shit, the keys. And then the door closed. <laughs> so it's like momentum's already going. You can't stop it. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I tried opening it. Of course, it's not going to open. I, like, all right. I, guess I did the same. I, I was like... I was like, maybe my door will just break open. If maybe I, if maybe I push this time, maybe this yeah. time it'll open. <laughs> maybe it won't do it for burglars, but for me, it'll open. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I go to the space to get my stuff. Then I, you know, on the way there, I'm calling Bobby and she's like, well, that sucks. Um, but luckily she had a spare key at her work, but it was the weekend. Oh yeah. So she called a colleague of hers who lived nearby her place, her office. And she met me at her office and I brought her like a bottle of wine. Oh, that was really nice and of her. some chocolate. Like, thank you so oh, much. Leave your Saturday. And she went into the office. I grabbed the keys and went back home. So it was like a two hour ordeal just to get back into my apartment. So that's not a fun idea. So remember guys, whenever you're leaving, just make sure your keys are on you. And make sure, like say you live alone, get a spare key, ha- put it with a friend or something. Cause like, like in both the situation, if there was no spare key, say we lived alone, yeah. the spare key was in the house. You're just out of your, you're just locked out of your house. Yeah, right? I've done that. Yeah, no one has our spare key yet. We really got to get on that. Yeah. No, no, but I'm saying in that situation, you had a spare key at the work right. or whatever. In my so. old apartment, I knew one. We don't, we don't have a, we oh. didn't give it to anyone yet. So we got to get that done. Yeah. Um. Anyways. But, but yeah, that's, uh, that's not, that was not fun. But anyways, not guys, watch out for that. Uh, w- when you leave your, your house, even for a second, make sure you got your keys on you just in case that door closes behind you. Exactly. Another thing, door then closed behind you is no i don't have anything nope nope that was not a transition whiskey yes we, we have it and some of you want to hear about it not most of you though actually she said a door i want to open true is the door to the, I don't door know. To the it whiskey. still wouldn't make sense but it's it, at, least, well, at least you're going towards it rather than door closing behind you i don't know anyways it wasn't any good um anyways so yeah we have a whiskey today we're gonna drink it <laughs> which is different <laughs> as we always do okay. and i'll tell you about it as well Ooh. so this is a scotch whiskey called cardhu C-A-R-D-H-U. Cardhu. Cardhu. Uh, single malt scotch whiskey. Scotch. Scotch whiskey aged 12 years since 1824. Ooh. Aged. Oh. It's 1824. Oh aged my God. 1824. <laughs> uh, distilled and bottled in Scotland from the the comings of Cardhu, distillers of distinction. Hmm. It's got a really interesting bottle. It's, it's got like a grip on it. On all four yeah, sides, it's, it's kind really... of a squarish bottle, like uh, you know, more squarey. Right, and the sides like kind of con Have concave dimples. a bit, dimples. Yeah, yeah, very nice. It's got a nice wooden, uh, wooden it's, cork, it's which quality, we always love. All around, it's a very classy bottle. It is a very classy bottle, and we're classy guys, so that's the only <laughs> it just thing. Fits, yeah. it just fits us perfectly. Um, 
Let's drink it, I guess. Yeah, pour that bad boy. Hmm. Okay, that was a not so much going quick. on. Yeah. Was that, already, was that pre-opened? Or? No, it was Should do it again. I'll, I'll do it slower. Nope, it's just very... Uh, hmm. Not much to that pop. It, it, it's a nice it's very, top, though. Very loose. Yeah. Oh, that's a glug, though. That was probably one of my favorites. Sorry, I gave you a lot again. Yeah. Favorite glugs. Again, as in every episode. I think there's been like three episodes where you gave me like a proper amount. That's right. Yeah, it's okay. I drink it anyways. <laughs> yeah, like, Why are you complaining? <laughs> oh, no. Our whiskey that is, didn't mm, cost us anything. Smells good. Cheers. Cheers. It does smell good. Smooth, but very light. It, it it's a light it's light scotch. Very light, not very peaty. Nope. Light. It's a, but yeah. Let's see what happens. It, it's it's easy to drink. We'll 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 tell you later if that's a good or bad thing. We will because it can be go, it can go either that, way. That's what we do here for ninety one episodes. <laughs> we drink so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways, uh, before we get into friendliness, uh, everybody who's listening here, our friends our colleagues. If you want to check out our website, that'd be really cool. It's agdwpodcast.com. It's always, it's always hard to say quickly. AGW. I've had a few times where I, where people ask me, and I say it quickly and yeah. they always have to, they go, what now? We, we, and then they go, what was it? A-M-X-Y. Yeah. yeah we, like, we really picked the bad name for the AGW, podcast. Agdwpodcast.com. Check it out. Whiskey reviews, podcast episodes, extras, um, pictures, pictures, the, you know. act, the actual podcast. If you, for some reason don't have access to Spotify or Apple or any other uh, all, thing, it's all there. It's all there. Uh, links to our Facebook and our Instagram. If you're into that, if you don't want, if you're not want to go on there and you want to check our Instagram, that's at Americans dot in dot Germany dot podcast. Exactly. So check that out. And, uh, yeah, if you want to be huh, friendly, you can check it out. <laughs> Uh, without further ado, we're going to get into our main topic of friendliness. Yes. And uh, I'll, I'll explain a little bit f- f- more in depth where this came f- from. Where this came from, you know, because maybe it's, it sounds like for our l- normal listeners, a little odd. Friendliness? That's a weird topic to choose. Yeah. Like Jeff and Alex are the most friendly people in the world. <laughs> Why would they need to talk about it? They just show it. They just exude, exude it. Um, but, but the reason it came up was because last um, week, which would be episode 91, I believe. Correct. That was um, the episode in which uh, I had just come back from the States and I went over a lot of the weird and quirkiness and differences I, I saw between the U.S. And, and Germany. Right. And one of the main ones on my list, but I just, I think I put it at the end, I just, we just, I just forgot to get to it, was friendliness. And what I mean was, and, and we, we've talked on and off about this over, I can literally say over the years. Well, yeah, is, I, I, true, over the years. Well, it's almost like, oh, wait. By the time this comes out, I'm pretty sure it's a two year anniversary. It'll be our two year. Yeah, like you, you told me, the the first episode was like the first week of February. Yeah, that was released. In a few days, a two year anniversary. So hold on, let's pop the champagne. <laughs> actually, let's actually. Yeah, I think we have to do a second cheers. Oh for my that. gosh, stop. we just interrupted cheers the whole to, episode. Cheers here. Two years. Wow. Wow. Literally, we just realized this as we were That's talking. Awesome. We just did that math. Holy shit! Two years. Wow. That is insane. So anyway, so literally for two years, we've been discussing um, how meeting people, talking with people, socializing people is easier in the in the US versus right. Germany. And what I what I wanted to mention last week's episode was just how th- this trip maybe because it it was the longest I'd been away from the states, it hit me I think the hardest just 
the extreme difference, in my opinion, between uh, Germans and Americans and how friendly the average American was. Yeah. Um, because, um, yeah, I just I just had so many instances. And, and my girlfriend, who's German, there's a few times where she kind of being German, like you're just not used to it, you know? So to her, she was like, oh, that was weird. But then I, I went to her, I'm like, no, actually, that was actually really, like that wouldn't happen in Germany, but that was actually a really kind thing, you know what I mean? And and we just had so many times where people were just, um, you know, you're, you're just in line buying something and people were just like, ah, I like the cut of your jib. I'm going to give you the a discount or I'm this or, or as we're driving on the highway, you know, at the Burger King, uh, the woman stopped us and she's like, where are you guys headed? And mentioned, oh, we're going to Montana. Oh, really? I got a daughter there, whatever. And then she puts her hand on the truck and she's like, she's like, Lord, bless this vehicle and the people inside, make sure they get to their to destination safe, you oh, know? Wow. And, and a lot of people listening, I'm sure would think like, oh, that's, that's weird. That's that, awkward. That, that, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it is, but like she, it, she was so, she so genuinely wanted us to get safely to our destination. And it was, and it's, it's such a kind thing that hurts nobody and, True. and yeah. little things like that really just added to my day. And they're just things that would just never happen in Germany. In Germany, you just kind of float by people, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. so, so anyway, so this is why we thought, you know what, this might be actually a full episode's worth. Let's dive into this, you know? Yeah. And, and I feel like that, um, when, when you look at, um, websites comparing the United States to Germany and cultural differences, mm. a lot of the times people do mention, you know, the friendliness, the, 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 let's say, uh, first five minute friendliness. That's mm. as, as, oh, as, as what I'll call it from here on out. The first five yeah. minute friendliness, because obviously, because Americans are more friendly when you first meet them. And we're not going to say here that Germans are not friendly. Germans are also extremely friendly people and super nice and engaging and smart people. But uh, no, I never. We never said anything about smartness. We're just talking about friendliness here. Yeah, like, yeah intelligence I'm, doesn't matter. Well, I, yeah. I know it's not. I'm just. You don't have to throw just, that in there. I just threw it yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. We, don't, okay. we don't have to throw in. We don't have to compliment the Germans just because because <laughs> the episode is a is, is a negative. Thing I know, for them. I, but I want to be very clear. Like we're not claiming that Germans are not friendly, but there is definitely a difference that that is palpable when you are in the states versus when you are in Germany. And again, we're not talking about interacting with your friends or right. interacting with your colleagues. We're talking about day to day, five day minute. to day. Well, not five minutes, like just interacting with people like strangers and people out on uh, the subway out in, at a restaurant, just like inter, uh, yeah, it's like a cult, like interacting with strangers, kind of like just j normal yeah. social interactions with people that you don't know. Let's say and that. let's, let's exclude uh, New York city from this because I'm not very nice there. I've, I, I've never lived there, but I, I have heard that. But yeah. And, and I mean, also uh, they say Berlin has that, um, what do they call it? Berlin the, Schnauz. Exactly. Yeah. Which means they're also not very friendly either. Well, in a like, sarcastic It could just be way. like a big city thing. It, just, it sounds like every city that they label as being rude, they're just like really large cities and people there just, Paris don't, just don't too, give a yeah. shit because it's like. You see a million people every day. I mean, yeah. that definitely has a lot to do with it, I think generally is, is the size of the area you are in mm. the bigger the city the more unfriendly people are going to be because you see people every day when you're in a little small village you know see someone new kind of interested like what the what are you doing over here where are you coming from where are you going and uh yeah true but but also all the interaction i'm talking about are happening we're happening in big cities in the u.s so like interesting okay i'm talking about u.s in general like i wasn't in the sticks in the middle of nowhere you know what i mean like i was in you so know not just montana you're portland, talking la portland yeah, portland los angeles and of course, yeah, Montana as well. Um, uh, and you know, I took a road trip in between Montana and Portland. So, you know, Idaho, Washington in between Idaho, uh, Idaho. Yeah. I always forget about Idaho. It's really slim state. Like, like literally like we, we went from, 
Montana to Idaho and we're in Idaho for maybe it was like 25 minutes that we're into Washington because like it was the part of Idaho that's like it's like a sliver you know what I mean it's like oh, a, yeah, a panhandle the, the, or whatever the, the, you want to call the it the top left exactly left yeah. part yeah yeah like literally like you just drive right over it and so you go through three states in like half an hour it's crazy that's wild yeah but yeah I mean so when I was in the states I definitely noticed there definitely was a, a, a difference that um, I noticed almost immediately and that, didn't you say a story of something about at the at a at the wedding or something? Yeah, like yeah. So when I was at the wedding, um, it was at this hotel or the, the 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 after parties at a hotel, and I went to the car to grab something out of the car. I was like, my wallet. Or something. I can't remember. What, I think my wallet. I left. I left something in the car, and I went to go grab. It. And on my way back, there's this guy sitting outside, and um, he just started talking to me, and we talked for like 20 minutes, and he was just you know a, a dude who was there for for the weekend because he was traveling a little bit further up mm. and he asked me where I'm from and I talked about Berlin. He was talking about his son who lived there or lives in Germany and we had a really nice conversation for 20 minutes um, and then at the end of the time he's like, all right, have a, you know, have a great evening, see you never but when I walked in, I, I just felt very elated, like super happy Yeah, because I just had a really nice interaction with another human and I think as humans generally, we like, most of us, we like meeting other humans and sharing that human experience, you know? Yeah, and you get you definitely get more of the opportunity in the states, and it just feels good. Yeah, and it, you just you just feel more like oh, we're all part of the same tribe, which is like yeah. in, in Germany and a, a lot of other places. You go to day to day, and you're kind of just whizzing by people, and you really feel like it's every man for himself, kind of a a, sure. vi a vibe, you know. Whereas in the U.S., and again, it's not 100 percent of the time. It's not every place, but like in general. I'm saying no, yeah. it's not all the time you get more of the like, Hey, we're in this together kind of a thing just cause you know, you can talk with the guy in line at Starbucks. Like you said, like about whatever yeah. for five, 10 minutes. And I don't see it as fake at all because I feel like in those five, 10 minutes, that guy is genuinely interested in what I'm saying. And I'm genuinely interested in what he's, he's saying. I think people put too much emphasis on the fact that you're never going to see this person again, as if that like negates the interaction. Whereas for me, it, it, it why, why would that negate the interaction? It's, you can still have a quality interaction with somebody, even though it was only 10 minutes and you're never going to see them again. You know that, what I mean? That's actually a really good point. Uh, why, yeah. Why, why do you, why do we as people put down the interactions that are very short and sweet Yeah. just because it's not a long friendship relationship there, you yeah. can have a five minute relationship that's also okay. Yeah. And if that five minutes make you happy, which a lot of times for me as a more extroverted person, I love it. Like I love meeting people sure. and hearing their stories for a little bit or even just like, or sharing my stories with their, with their general interest, you know? And, um, yeah, let, let, let's, let's make that a movement to, to change the outlook on how we look at people who are putting down those little interactions. They're good. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Why does, why does, why does there have to be a t like a, like a, a minimum amount of time before it becomes real and before that you know and right. speaking of the real and the fake uh let's 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 see what you where, where you're at when it comes to so uh no what i say a lot i would say a, a chunk of germans i've spoken to they refer to america this american friendliness as fake because they say oh it's fake they actually don't care blah 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 um it's just this facade they put on yeah where where are you in terms of how do how do you would you consider the american friendliness fake uh per se i i don't think it's a silly fake i think in some situations like in service industry it is fake like when i was a waiter i was pretending to be interested because i had to get tips hmm. sometimes i actually was 
And sometimes I really didn't care because I'm working a seven hour shift already and I'm exhausted, but you know, you got to put your happy face on and pretend that you care about this person's crab order. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think, yeah, and that, and that situation is fake, but that's a job that's different. We're not talking about that. We're talking about people. Right. And I don't think it's necessarily, I really don't think it is fake. Yeah. Like I've been to bars. I've been to rest, mostly bars. We meet people. I've been to bars in the States and I've met lots of people there and I've had a great time for the night with them. I don't want their number. I don't want to hang out with them. My goal isn't to be friends with them, but um, I enjoy the interaction for that evening or for that hour or for that conversation. Um, I don't. And I, I, no, I, I, I don't think it's necessarily fake. Because why would you fake that? Yeah, because what's I, your goal there? I would say most human beings, you know, especially at a bar or at an airport, or you're in line, so you have a reason to get out of there quick would not stay any longer than they needed to. You know what I mean? Like few people are that polite that they're going to push themselves into a 10 minute conversation. You know what I mean? Right. Especially in a situation where you have every out possible, like, okay, I've, they, they gave me my, my coffee order. I can now leave. You know what I mean? Like right, exactly. every out in the world to leave. And yeah, I just, for me, not either. Like I, I used to always kind of go half and half and be like, oh yeah, I can see what Germans are saying. But I don't know. After this last trip, I've kind of like, at least in my opinion, I put my foot down. I was like, I'm going to say, you know what? It's not fake for, for, I mean, again, certain percentage of the time, maybe it is, but I would say in yeah. general, just from every interaction I had over those, I've got to turn into a month because of COVID. But in that month I was in the States, <laughs> almost all interactions I had, you could see the people were genuinely kind and genuinely well, like wanted no ill will towards me and, and were, and, and in any time it turned into a conversation, were interested in what was going on. You know what I mean? And I guess it's kind of the question too. Like, were you being fake? Not really. You know, um, I, I would, I, I can't remember. Why would I be? I, mean, I, I think there is probably a natural layer of a bit of fakeness in there. I don't know. But if, if it is, it's, it's, it's so slim. And actually this, this leads to an interesting thing. My girlfriend at some point on the trip, she actually told me, she's like, she's like, you know, when you're in the U S your personality is slightly different than it is in Germany. You are, nicer in the u.s than <laughs> and not, not that i'm not nice in germany but she but she because she could tell like there's just certain thing like like in germany i know that interactions are meant to be a certain way and any kind of questions or interaction that's or that's not required for that moment yeah. the person will look at you like you're a weirdo so i don't go there you know what i mean so, so i'll just give a, a perfect example like if i if i order a coffee in in in, in germany i go to the line i tell them my order i stand there i wait it, Give him the change, get you know, and we go on. The same exact thing in the states. I'm walking up. He asks how. First of all, he asks how are you. They don't ask that in Germany. And I'll go. I'll stop and I'll actually be like, "Good man, how are you?" And I'll wait for him to respond and actually hear what he's saying. Like, how is he doing? And then as he's making me the coffee, I don't know. I'll just look around and I'll just like like there was one one there's this airport in Montana which has like I think it's like four gates or something it's like this, this tiniest airport I've been in my life, <laughs> and and so like in between flights there's like a three hour period where there's like nobody there, right. but there's like uh you know the normal kiosks that sell food. And so I'm just standing there. I'm like, I'm like, you ever do you ever just get bored working here? Because there, there's probably big gaps where there's just nobody for you to service, right? And I just started the conversation. Whereas in that same situation in Germany, I wouldn't have asked that question because I'd be afraid of I don't know, like interrupting this guy or or he would think i was weird by like like i'd feel like he would be wondering why does he want this information you know like what he's you know, like like what's your what's your uh what's your goal here yeah exactly whereas in in the u.s it's just like actually that's kind of interesting i wonder if 
is there just like huge gaps where she's just super bored? And I'm going to ask her. So I ask her and she's like, actually, you're right. There are like, you know, she's like, and then we start talking. She actually changes from season. Anyways, but it wasn't like trivial. I'm glad I asked her about that because it was something I was curious about. But that same curiosity, I wouldn't have explored that in Germany. If if that makes sense. That's an example. I've tried a few times in Germany because my German is not good enough where sometimes I can make a little bit of a joke about, you know, whatever's happening. Sure. Yeah. And it never really lands. (laughs) I try a few times, but either my German's terrible or they just really don't care. And I think it's the latter. I think they're also not used to it. Like, or as I used to it, yeah. Because it just doesn't come that often. And so and I've actually, I've seen, and you're actually, you're pretty good at like banter and joking and, and German. I love banter. And I've seen a few times where you throw something out and and you laugh. And, it, and, it's, a de- nothing. and it's a decent thing. And the guy just kind of like, mm, yeah. you know, like, and kind of moves on. Um, whereas in the States, you would have got, you've gotten something back, you know. Like, Even if it's a fake reaction, because I think, I think that might be some of the fake things maybe in the States where Americans are very social. So someone does make a joke. To be polite, you're going to like laugh at it or like continue on with it. Mm. And is there anything wrong with that? Not really. It doesn't hurt anybody. It makes that person feel better. You might be like, that's not funny, but hey, I'll laugh for this person's sake. Why not? Yeah, you're, you're just, you're not even really saying like, okay, this was funny. You're just acknowledging, ah, he made a joke. Right. I've received it. It's in my pocket, you know. <laughs> you know, like, or you just give like a smile. You don't like, you don't like throw out like this huge fake laugh. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You are <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. No, not that doesn't really yeah. It doesn't really happen here and and you know also it's okay. Like I've gotten used to it. I don't I'm not saying one's better than the other because one way I kind of like how I am left alone here mm. unless I really want to talk to somebody and the states there were times where people were talking to me and I just didn't want to at mm. all. Especially with someone who seems a little sketchy or kind of, you know, a little too aggressively friendly. And of which course does happen. That's also a bad thing as well. Like I mean, if you're at the cashier at buying you know some mike and ike's whatever like you don't want to hear the full life story of the cashier and, and right. stand there for 20 minutes right exactly. like, like you're, you're fine talking with him but you know you got things to do um or like on, on a plane i remember i was flying back to the states once and i was, I was like someone who's super lovely but like aggressively friendly mm. and we talked for a little bit and i was like maybe 10 minutes and i thought okay like i'm i want to listen to my music or watch a movie i just want to you know i'm on a i'm on a flight i'm not in a very social mood at the moment yeah. and you know he just kept talking to me and talking to me and I was so interested. Like, I just want to watch a movie and just zone out, man. Like I, I gave a lot of like, wow, oh, that's so crazy. Oh, mm. nuts or cool. You know, not really reciprocating with any more words, but they kept going. And again, very friendly person, nothing against that person. But at that moment, I just really wanted to be left alone and, you know, be on my flight and be miserable by myself. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's fair enough. Like, and that's that's when you get that problem of, of certain people that don't pick up on social cues. Right. Yeah. Well, I think most people are pretty good at like, when you like like you said, when you throw out a joke and it, and it dies and there's nothing, like you know, okay, that's over. You that's know over. I mean? It like, doesn't hurt me that much. Like, yeah. It's a small little thing. Sometimes, I'd, like, sometimes I really prefer the German way because it's like no harm, no foul. No one's going to talk my ear off and I can make a joke it doesn't land. At least I practice my German. I thought it was funny. I, I entertain myself no matter, what, no matter <laughs> what. You know, that's what I really care about. <laughs> <laughs> So I kind of, I, I, I get that side, but also you're right. When I was in the States, it is just so lovely sometimes just to just meet other humans everywhere. Yeah. And, and I'd say like very rarely was it overbearing. Like once in a while you get like a guy like you just talked about, Yeah. but in general, it's just nice little bits. Like the last time I was in the States, I was at the airport flying from, I can't remember, Portland, LA or something like that. And I was flying by myself. It was late. You know, you're just sitting there kind of bored, whatever. And I'm like buying a bagel or whatever the frick in the airport. And the, and the guy behind me, he literally just goes, 
So where are you flying? <laughs> just like, out of Straight nowhere. Up. Yeah, where are you flying? Oh, yeah, it's LA. Oh, really? And then he starts talking. And then um, I can't remember what we talked about, but it was actually a really interesting little five-minute conversation, you know? Like, I, yeah. I think he was in the film industry as well, and we had a nice little... Oh, cool. Back and you know again it was five minutes but still like afterwards I was like you know because I was pretty bored so that, that little interaction I was like okay that was nice you know that, like, like that's that, why I, that gave you a little lift you know and, and now, now okay I can go on my two hour flight and fall asleep and not talk to anybody you exactly. know like because I don't give anybody the wrong impression that I'm like. Mister needs to talk to people all the time because I'm, I'm not I, like I, I like. I mean, you literally have a podcast, so you can talk to people all around the world. <laughs> but the difference is, I'm literally just talking to you. <laughs> if this room was filled with all of the listeners staring at me, it wouldn't happen. But, uh, um, but but you know what I mean? Like, no, like, I, I definitely know what you mean. I, I like my alone time, but also once you know, sometimes it's nice to have an interaction when you're out and about. You know? I, I do like in the states the culture of um, of like a sports bar. Mm. So like uh, one time I was I was flying back from Boston. And there was a football game on while I was flying back. Not a Patriots game. I think it was, uh, it was Giants versus someone else. Whoever knows. It was a game where both <laughs> quarterbacks had six touchdowns. It was an amazing game. Absolutely does not matter who was playing this game. Bro. Doesn't matter. So I went to, I went to you know, the, the sports bar in, in, um, in Logan Airport. Logan? It's called Logan. Yeah, Logan. Logan. Which city? Yeah, Logan. Boston? Yeah, Boston. Logan. Logan yeah. Yeah. I was getting to Boston and around a confused. Uh, at Logan Airport. And you know, I sat at the bars, had a beer, watching the game a bit. And of course, I'm surrounded by people who want to watch games and just by yourself. Drink beer. I was by myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know, I was there, met some people around, talked about the game, had a really nice time there. Or, you know, when I'm in the state sometimes, I'll just go to a sports bar by myself if there's you know, some kind of sporting thing on. And, you know, you're going to meet someone with a shared interest and have a good time. And you can do that here in Germany, but sports pubs aren't really that big of a thing. And the few that are here are like, they're like British sport. You're like, they are modeled after the American or British sports right. pub. You know what I mean? And you can watch games. Like I have watched a few of like the World Cup games or some other games at bars that are showing them. And people kind of like, they're cheering for the same team. You give high fives, you know, a chant, whatever. But not a lot of conversations, more like little quips. Mm. Like, oh, the defense is shit. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of it. it yeah, you know? it's like a comment that's not really directed at anyone specific. It's just kind of up in the air. Right. And you're all just like, and, and you look at each other and you're kind of like, yeah. And, and then you just go on your own way. We're in the States, you know, I'll sit down at a sports bar and actually have like a conversation while Talk the game's about the defense going on. and stuff or whatever. Yeah. Right. And right. like, oh, oh, like, where are you coming from? What's your team? Oh, yeah. But, they, you know, they're doing great this year. Or, you know, and it's it's nice. It, it, that's that's what's really fun. You know, you can go to this area and you will more more often than not meet somebody. Yeah. And you've put yourself in this position, right? Like, I mean, if you were a shy, not talkative person, you wouldn't throw yourself in a sports bar, probably right. watching a game. Right. Like, I don't want to give the impression because in the States, like if, if you want to be by yourself, you can go quietly read a book in a Starbucks and people are just going to walk up to you and start talking to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like people are pretty good at understanding. It's not that extreme. Yeah. yeah. People are good at understanding like who wants to be talked to and, and, and who doesn't. But yeah, but I, I could see how Germans visiting the States could find it um, off putting, off putting and alarming yeah. at certain points because, but not because they themselves are not friendly or they're mean people. It's just, it's just not part of the general social culture in Germany. And it's in Germany, when somebody comes up to you randomly, even now after living here for, for 10 years, it's like it's seeped into me. You you immediately go, well, what is this? This guy just wants something. They want something. Yeah. I, I don't know how that happened because it used to be like, oh, he wants to ask me something. And then over years, just like shifted to, oh, he wants something. What does he want? Like, this is a, a negative thing what's happening right now. Which is kind of like, I don't want to have that mindset, yeah. but it kind of is what I have. And and I, and I guess we're thinking about like 
this like we're really generalizing everything here, of course. Oh, absolutely. Like again, there's 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 exceptions to everything we're saying, and we can be dead wrong. If we're wrong, let us know. I mean, well, no, we can. Never, it's your opinion. You can never be wrong. That's well, true. This this is my experience. This is your experience. That's true. They can't be wrong. That's true. Yeah. They, um, they just could be different than your uh, the person who's listening. Yeah. yeah. Also true. Yeah. And um, when when you think about this, the generalities that we're, the generalities that we're making of Americans maybe being a little more uh, friendly to strangers and Germans not. If you think about kind of the social scenes, like you said, and like I said, with sports bars and things like that, like even in clubs in Germany, you're not really socializing that much. You're kind of just like dancing, yeah. doing your thing, with your own with a group that you came in with. Yeah. Exactly. Bars aren't really to meet new people. I feel like it can happen. It has happened, but it's not kind of like the goal. You don't really see it that often. So we had this one episode with um, Aspen, who does the uh, dating abroad, dating abroad cast. Yeah. Exactly. Great name, by the way. It's a fantastic um, name. She was on our show. Can't remember what exactly what the topic was. I think we were talking about Bavaria. I think. Um, yeah, we talking about Bavaria versus versus Berlin. Yeah, and, and so she, and then she mentioned there was a little section about dating a German versus dating American, and she had mentioned that yeah, the picking up at bars while it happens is not in general a big thing here like it is in the states. She, right. she, she remember she mentioned that a lot of times. You know, um, she'd be in groups and there'd be men in groups, but the men in general, like, would, were kind of like leering from a, from across, but not, not really like actually, yeah, she, she, actually, actually making the effort to walk over. She and, said and she felt she, she felt that the men expected the women to go talk to them or exactly. something like that. Yeah. Which, I mean, either way, anyone could talk to anybody, but that's, that was the feeling she got in, in, in Munich. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like, if, if, if there's a cultural reason, I really don't understand, but there are different, there are different cultures. You know, it has to be something. I mean, you know, uh, you know, this, this could be a leap, but this could be a, a slice of the pie. Okay. Okay. Um, I like pie. You know, G Germany went through like, what do, what do you want to call it? Ugh. It could be like 40 or 50 years. So if, if, if you include like being under national socialism and then going st straight into, uh, assuming depending on where you live in Germany, straight right. into it, the East German, uh, you know, communist government or whatever, you could have 40, 50 years where you do not trust the person living next door to you because they, because it was normal for them to rat you out and have you sent to either a concentration camp or to, you know, a Stasi, a, a, prison. A Stasi prison. And um, I mean, when we, I mean, when, when they released the records, finally, you know, they saw like it was something like a third of all East Germans. I think, I think it was one in four people. Oh, one in four. Was well, uh, unofficial informant. Right. So, so, so they had decades and decades where literally you could not trust anybody around you because your neighbor could say one thing and get you thrown in jail or, you know, get you screwed. So, so, right. so that distrust and that keeping to yourself could be, uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's all that, but that, that could be a small slice of that pie. I mean, I'm, I'm, maybe. I'm, maybe I'm, I'm sure it is. I, I was it could be um, under, under the surface and in, in the psyche, you just kind of, you know, soaked it, in it, there. it makes sense. I was actually reading an article about, um, why Germans are so intense with their data protection, and why they don't use credit cards, only use cash. And a lot of it stems from that distrust of the government, of mm. people, of you know being just watched and tracked. Sure. So it does make sense. Mm. Um, again, I don't know if it's if that's. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's official. There's, there's no, no, no official anything. It's, no, I think that's it's sociology, a, right? It's a percentage of it, but like what the other. 90% of it is, uh, I couldn't really tell you. I, and again, there's probably people listening who, who, who know kind of probably the, the various 10 different reasons over the years, why, why that's kind of has become that way. And also if you do notice that people our age, uh, Germans our age are, I think much more open than the generation before them. 
like much more, let's say, Amer- Absolutely. Not, not Americanized, but much more of that American culture of being more open, a little more friendly from the beginning than I think people who are maybe 50 years and older um, because they didn't grow up with that, maybe because they didn't grow up with that type of government or society. And also that, that sense of internationalism, you know, like, cause, cause now True. we're at a point where it's so easy to travel everywhere and we're so connected through zoom and YouTube and the internet. And like, um, and, and actually that's one thing that we should have mentioned is that for, at least from my experience, and you probably share this experience as well. Um, the Germans I've met who have lived abroad and traveled abroad do are much more willing to talk to a stranger, you know, like, like, yeah. they, like you said, like not Americanized, but they, they are much more open to these kinds of random interactions than a, a German who has lived most of his life in Germany and maybe only traveled around the EU. Like that, that's my, like, like both of our girlfriends, um, you could throw them in the U S and they could talk to any stranger any day. You know what I mean? Like, but, but, but because Honestly, that's probably the same thing with any American too. For a lot of Americans, maybe stay in like their small village might not be as open to new people either because sure that, that just comes generally with traveling when you do travel yeah. especially with traveling by yourself you kind of have to be open or else you're going to be super lonely and not have a great time yeah and, and we have mostly been talking about bigger cities where you're kind of even if you don't talk to people you're forced to interact with people on a daily basis but yeah if you live in a small village in Kentucky of 200 people right um, yeah maybe when that outsider comes in everyone's like oh what's happening here for True. for good reason just because they're not used to it you and know, also so. we, we also do live in Berlin which it's kind of twofold in a weird way where Berlin is known for having this Berlin schnauz which means like this kind of mean sarcasm but not actually they don't actually mean to be mean it's kind of like just the way they interact yeah and also in a country in a city that has over like a hundred and 70 nationalities as well so it's also very diverse meaning that it should be more open and i think it probably is compared to other parts of germany absolutely yeah so i don't know it's kind of this weird dichotomy of like it's closed and mean but also open and friendly uh true you know it's not either one i I wouldn't say berlin is either one i wouldn't say it's a super friendly city but i wouldn't say it's a super mean city there's definitely pockets and i think it changes depending on exactly a which district you live in and which section of which district you live in you know because there's different like oh this four square block uh has more expats and so it's uh much much more random interactions than not over here sure, down like the street. I, I live in a turkish neighborhood and turkish turkish people seem to be super open and welcoming and super yeah. happy to see you all about family mm-hmm. uh, so like in my neighborhood you know when i when i go get uh, to the bakery they're usually like super nice to me and always smiling like very not hard not like america but like Almost, you know, they say good morning and they they have a smile on their face. I'm just kind of like croissant. Here you go. Bye. You know, so and that's in a more Turkish neighborhood and that's a Turkish bakery. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. And that's anyone everywhere. I mean, everyone's gonna have a different experience no matter where you go and who you are and who you've met. Yeah, exactly. As you said, these are just generalizations. Yeah, And and I think I should also point out. I mean, because people are probably like, "Oh my God, if Germany's this horrible, why do you live there?" Blah, blah, it's blah. not. And it, it's it's not like like the the Germans interactive theory are 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 not mean. Like I think it's more better to say that they are, are neutral. You know what I mean? Like like when, yeah. like when you interact with somebody, they are pleasant and neutral. And if and God, a German, if you ask a German, "Hey, uh, how do I get here?" Whatever, there they will take the time to tell you how to get where you need to go. They are incredibly helpful. And and, and you know, like once they see that somebody is in need, they will. They will give. They will give the need. You know what I mean. And, like, and again, to reiterate, we're talking about like the first interactions. We're not talking about friendships, long relationships. No, no, no. Totally yeah. different. No, no, no. We're talking about that. That first is general walking around the city, meeting people. Yeah, that's what we're talking about here. Yeah, and and I think the American style 
for all you single people out there, probably makes meeting people, meeting, you know, that, uh, you know, Making per a person you want to date, um, yeah. So much easier, yeah, than in Germany. And I think we mentioned it before, and I think other people who have moved away have also to, to Berlin or Germany have mentioned it too. The first few months are really hard to make friends and, and to find that group of people, mm -hmm. um, but it is possible. It can happen. It probably will happen. You just got to give it time, have some patience, and remember you're not in the United States anymore, and cultures are differently, and you got to adapt and you know figure it out. Yeah, and, and that could be why you see a lot of expats, especially from the U.S. In those first few months, they're kind of gravitating towards other expats from the US or expats from Turkey or other kind of cultures that also Spain are, maybe are they're pretty open yeah just because it's it's just easier for them to connect quickly with those people and when you first arrive here and you don't really know how Germans are you need something comfortable yeah you need something comfortable and and the the kind of um what do you what do you call it the, the vibe you're getting back from the Germans because you're ignorant not in a bad way just like you just moved here right you know the lack of experience it's just looking negative to you. So you're, you're just kind of give up trying and you, but you're like, okay, but this guy in five minutes, I can be his friend and you know, we can switch numbers and I can meet up for, you know, meet him up for a drink or whatever. Exactly. You know I mean? So maybe that's why you have expats kind of gravitating towards other expats. Also, you have like the commonality thing, which is always fun, you know, cause yeah, exactly the same situation. You, you, you have a built in, um, yeah, a built in commonality. You have one thing you can always talk about and that's, Hey, we moved away. And then you kind of take it from there. Right. Hey, Where, man, it sucks that the washing machine's in the bathroom, right? <laughs> right. Right. That's so you, bathrooms are smaller, right? Can't cross the street on a red light. <laughs> what is this shit, right? Hey. Um, yeah, but <laughs> that's your pickup line. That, 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 I, I could just see woman at the bar, guy, you roll up with your whiskey glass, sit, stand next to her. Hey, it's those red lights, right? Can't walk across those, huh? Anybody? Okay, no, it didn't work. <laughs> maybe if, if, if that's if that's your line to talk to you, maybe that's why Germans aren't nice to you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's a good way to turn uh, it up. Yeah, and we're wrapping up, even though we did not wrap up because this isn't real. This is not something that you can wrap up because no. um, it depends on your experience and what's going on, and it's not something you can change. It's kind of it, the cultures are different, and there's and, nothing wrong with that. And I love to hear uh, from the listeners any of your experiences. Do you feel the same way? Is it totally different for you? Do you find Germans super friendly and Americans just terrible and fake and just like plastic? Yeah. Or do you feel the same way we're talking about here? Like I'm really interested because. Um, yeah, we have our experiences. We're, we're just two. We're just two idiots talking on a mic. Exactly. Um, yeah. So please. Let and us know. And we're drunk half the time, so also true. <laughs> <laughs> we always get you know get a dialogue going, and uh, we, we can bring this up again at some point if you want. Yeah, um, interesting thing to talk about, though. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was that was fun. That was fun. Uh, you know, and you know, it's also fun. Whiskey, whiskey. Um, again, we are drinking Card Who single malt Scotch oh, wait, whiskey. Sorry, sorry. Card Who, Card Who, <laughs> uh, single malt Scotch whiskey, aged twelve years in eighteen twenty four. Oh, it says no, right no, again, here. it was not aged in since eighteen twenty four. True, it was established eighteen twenty four. A little splash there. There you go. Thank you, sir. Ooh, ooh, oh my, that was that was a splash and a half. Five or so. mine. Oopsies. Um, yeah. So let's um, cheers. Review it. So my chair is creaky like a motherfucker. Okay. We have the worst chairs for having a podcast. They like literally like any like I don't know about you, but as I'm sitting here, like I'm usually like stiff as a board because I'm like any any <laughs> millimeter movement left, right, back, forward, it goes. We we're also on the most hollow table in the world. Yeah, it's it's the worst. Anyways, it's okay. Um, so yeah, like I I still agree, it's a very light whiskey. It is. 
Not, it, not necessarily a bad thing. It's just it it, it is light. There's there's not mm, there's not a whole lot in terms of memorable no. flavors. I, I I find it very uh, very basic. It's very basic whiskey. But but also I think we got it for twenty four euro. For twenty four euro, this is a fine whiskey. It's there's no, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just it, it's not something you're gonna ride home to you know mom no. about. <laughs> and, and I think it's a good reminder that uh, the age does not necessarily mean how good the whiskey is. Like twelve years is a long time, but this it's yeah I find it very just mediocre and kind of just new. I find it very neutral. Yeah, it's when you first meet a German. It's neutral. Yeah, yeah. no, but um, I, I've been drinking it and it's been it's been fine. It's been fine, but but, um, but yeah. Ooh, so so where does that leave us in terms of I, the number? I can't give it more than a six. Mm. I'll give it a six and a half. A six and a half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 in it's in I guess it's enjoyable, but it's just kind of you know it's meh. Not I mean, bad. Not great. It just is. I think it's, we, it's a scotch. We whiskey. we we like a whiskey that just like slaps you in the face. A little more I mean? of a flavor. Like yeah. When my first sip, it felt like it was. Um, I, I I had like an ice cube in there or something. Like it was watered down. Yeah, actually, yeah. That tastes like cold. Yeah, yeah. It tastes like like a like a single ice cube had melted in there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's it's it, it, yeah, it's like been like thinned out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which now we're making it sound really bad, but it, it's it's not bad. It's like, not bad for the. For this, for, if you if you can get it for twenty four euro off Amazon, it, it's it's a fine whiskey to go to when you're not looking for anything special and you just like or, or you know I, I would still spend extra five euro or spend the same amount of money to get a Jameson. True, but I'm saying like uh, this if if you're not like an Irish guy and you got to go the Scotch route. I mean, I don't know. There, there are definitely better options though. But yeah, that's true. True. You, okay. you are right. I mean, if you want to spend twenty five euro and have like something unique, it's a unique bottle. At least it's not you know something standard. Um, and it's good enough. It's good enough. You know? I guess maybe, maybe it's good in cocktails. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It could be could be a nice mixer, but anyways, yeah, I think six and a half is as generous as I can be. Fair. It, it, it feels like a six and a half. Fair. I'll go with a six. Um, yeah, everybody, thanks so much for listening. That was interesting conversation, and um, we'll see you next week for episode ninety three, and continue for our third year into this podcast. Wild. Yeah, we were in the third year exactly, and yeah. then we and as you guys have noticed, because you can do the maths, we are counting down. Episode. Or counting up to episode 100. Oh, yeah. Which is going to be a, a big special extravaganza. Oh, so. it's going to be extravaganza marathon. There'll be nothing ordinary about episode 100. There'll be all kinds Dare of... Dare you say extraordinary? It could be extraordinary. It also could not be. We'll see. I mean, to us it will be, but yeah, to you it could be pretty subpar. But, you know, it, it'll be different, though. So stick around, if, for, especially for an avid listener. It'll be, it'll be a fun time. True. So, yeah, everyone, thanks for listening, and uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. Cheers. Cheers. Mmm, that's average. I knew you were going to say something like that. (laughs)